is that driving beat on WXOXLP Louisville. My name's James. And my name is Uwe. And this is your radio dance party. All soul, rhythm and blues, garage rock and mod, 45 RPM singles, all upbeat for dancing. Stay tuned.
Joining us for another episode of That Driving Beat, brought to you by WXOXLP here in Louisville, Kentucky. We started out, as we always do, with Willie Mitchell doing our theme song, That Driving Beat, High Records from 1965. Had a little bit of technical difficulty there that uh, meant I couldn't actually turn that up as loud as I want to, but we got that figured out, and uh, that shouldn't be a problem again. Always something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then I followed that up with Billy Young, a new one to my collection. Did a little shopping at a, a record fair 
here in Louisville uh, and grab that. Uh, Billy Young doing the Sloopy, teaching, teaching you about the, uh, the new dance, the Sloopy. 1965 on Jodas Records, which was uh, a label owned by Otis Redding, and uh, he, he wrote that song as well, Mr. Otis Redding. After that, you heard Bobby Rush with Much Too Much. I don't think I've played it on the radio before, and uh, I got it recently. I played the flip, I'm pretty sure. One of those other shows. Yeah, it's it's good. Uh, The the record's a little beat up. Uh, Some of the records we play here have have lived a life, uh, and that one had, but uh, it played okay. It sounded pretty good. Well, it was born in 67, so... Right, right. When we give you the... uh, the, the, the dates that these records came out, we are playing the actual, most of the time at least, we are playing the actual record that uh, was pressed back then, and somebody bought it, and, uh, and then it got passed around. Who knows Who knows where it's been <laughs> since then? And then it ended up with one of us. Uh, Bobby Rush came out on Checker. And uh, the last one you heard was uh, after Billy Young told you all about the Sloopy, Freddie King taught you how to do the monkey donkey. Uh, that came out on Federal in 1963. These these name dances are getting out of control now. They're just like crossing the monkeys with the donkeys. And uh, but yeah, Freddie King, Monkey Donkey. <laughs> People are crazy. <laughs> Up next, Jimmy Holiday. You won't get away on Minute from 1966. <laughs>
It wasn't too soon for a little slow dance there. Such a pretty record though. The Darlettes was lost on Mira from 1965. Betty Lavette before that uh, with one from 1965 also, but on the Kala label. That was I Feel Good All Over. We're starting this shorter set on with Jimmy Holiday, You Won't Get Away on Minute from 1966. I'm very excited about the next record. Yes, yeah, I've, I've been talking this one up to, to Uwe here in the studio. This is one I've been looking for for a long time. It's a, it's a local local record uh, here to the Louisville area uh, by a group called the Trendells. Now, they had several records and uh, come out, several 45s, and, and a few of them turn up a lot here uh, around town. Uh, you, you don't have to look for too, too long. Uh, if you know where to look, at least, to turn them up. But this is one that does not turn up. Uh, and I, uh, I found it at a record fair yesterday from uh, one of our local dealers. And uh, paid a little money for it, but uh, I'm glad to have it. Uh, the song is called Love. Uh, and the version by the Trendells came out in 1967 on the Boss label, which was a, a, a local independent label here in Louisville. Now, the same song came out with, actually, with exactly the same uh, backing track by a group called the Bad Boys, and also by another group called the Corners Four. Now, they were kind of just passing it around. From what I understand, the backing track was recorded in Louisville, um, but I think the Bad Boys version came out first. Uh, one of the members of the Bad Boys wrote the song. So I don't know if they brought them here to Louisville, because I think they were from the East Coast. I don't know if they brought them here to Louisville, and they recorded it and released it. And then later on, the re- whoever owned it, the record company, said, well, let's put the Trendell's vocal on it as well and try that. And then, I don't know how it came out uh, by the Corners 4. That one actually came out on Phillips, so that came out on a big label. Uh, and I don't, I don't really, uh, I, don't, I don't know everything about the history, but uh, this, this recording that you're going to hear came out by three different bands, each who put their own vocal uh, over it. This is the Trendell's version of Love from 1967. Baby, 
1959, Little Willie John with Right There on King. Solomon Burke giving us a little uh, mid-tempo thing about how he's too tired to dance, called Dance, 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 1965 on Atlantic. Before that, Hank Ballard, Do You Know How to Twist, 1962 on King as well. And local, uh, local group doing a little bit of garage rock soul kind of thing. The Trendells, Love, started us off on the Boss label from Louisville, Kentucky in 1967. Talking about Louisville, Kentucky, the next artist is probably one of the most famous people from the city. Yeah, one of the most famous people in the world uh, probably over the last uh, century. Uh, uh, he's billed as Cassius Clay on, on here. He had not yet taken the name uh, Muhammad Ali when he recorded this. This single that I'm holding, and I have the picture sleeve uh, with him, uh, a, a photo of him just belting it, belting it out uh, into a microphone. 
Um, the, this record, uh, it has his version of Stand By Me, uh, the song you almost definitely know. Uh, he does a, does a version. And does a, does a, for, for, a, for, for a guy that's not a singer, he does a pretty good job. And that's what I'm going to play for you is uh, Cassius Clay doing uh, his cover of Stand By Me on this Columbia um, single release from 1964. And then uh, the next song I'll play, uh, after, after whatever Uwe, Uwe plays on the other turntable, I'm going to play you the flip side, which is a, a song. I'll call it a song. It's kind of a spoken word thing to music. Just called I Am The Greatest. And it sounds like what you, what you think Ali sounds like. It is just boasting over uh, over an upbeat uh, rhythm and blues shaker. It's great. Um, but I like both sides of this. So first you're going to hear Cassius Clay doing Stand By Me, 1964 on Columbia. Whatever 
That record was our weekly proof that we actually play vinyl records on the show only. That needs an upgrade. It's a great record. A little scratchy. The Vibrations Finding Out the Hard Way on OK from 1967. Before that, you hear uh, you heard what I think is the B-side of the Cassius Clay single from 1964. That was before he changed his name to Muhammad Ali, obviously. Uh, on the Columbia Records... Uh, label that was i am the greatest and uh, that was just him doing a little spoken word poem in the third person about how awesome he was <laughs> <laughs> and i love it <laughs> before that jackie wilson i don't want to lose you on brunswick from 1967 the a side of the cassius clay single started us off his uh his version of stand by me uh, again columbia records from 1964 All right, a, a mod classic coming up next on the Charger label from 1964. Here's Dobie Gray with the In Crowd. time. 
You just heard James and Bobby Purify do unto me on Bell Records from 1968. Billy Harner before that on the Open record label out of Philadelphia from 1968. That's She's Almost You. And uh, we were talking as I, was, as I was playing one of many, many, many songs written by Joe South uh, that... Uh, a soul or rhythm and blues singer just took to a higher level of just, you know, Joe, Joe South wrote great songs. Uh, if, if you're not familiar with him, look him up. Uh, and, and, you know, he, he was a good singer too, but uh, he wrote a lot of songs that uh, other people took on to even, uh, even uh, you know, higher levels, as I said, like that uh, Billy Harner version of She's Almost You. Before that, two mod classics with Chubby Checker was at the discotheque on Parker from 1965. Before that, Dobie Gray with the mod anthem, the in crowd, on Charger from 1964. I, I always think it's interesting with that chubby checker. Uh, you know, it's at the discotheque is clearly what he's saying uh, in, in the record. But most Americans at this point any, anyway pronounce that word discotheque, which I know is not, uh, is not correct necessarily, but it is the way that it is uh, pronounced in, in American English. And I think in... British English as well. I think I think I think Brits would say going to the discotheque, not the discotheque. Um, but uh, but yeah, I guess maybe at that point, maybe in '65, that hadn't well, become the standard American pronunciation of that word yet, and it was still being pronounced. I don't know. It, it's hey, it's hey, spelled hey. the French <laughs> version here. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I would say discotheque anyway. Okay, so even as a well, as an Austrian that's well, lived in the U.S. I mean, for too no, long. That, 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 and that, that's spelled differently. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the way we said discotheque, like, it was just always yeah. spelled differently completely. Yeah. So. Huh. Discotheque. Discotheque. <laughs> anyway, we are coming to the end of hour one of That Driving Beat. Uh, hope you're enjoying the show. Hope you're up, moving around, dancing around. I'm going to play you uh, another record I, I dug just, uh, just yesterday uh, by a group called The Duets out of Chicago on the MPAC label from 1963. Here's Move On Down the Line.
baby she called I was
Welcome to the second hour of Dead Driving Beat from the WXOX studios in Louisville, Kentucky. My name is Uwe. And I'm James. And we just played a wonderful Northern Soul classic by Barbara Lewis. I remember the feeling on Atlantic from 1966. I love that song so much. I don't think I have a copy. Well, I have two. Uh, but yeah, I'll, if, I'll, you, if you have a spare. <laughs> if you're nice to me and, and buy me dinner, uh, yeah, I, yeah, you know, yeah. I, might, I might give it to you. Uh, actually, actually that, that reminds me. I have a record for you in, in my box here. Ooh. Yeah, I, I forgot I had Ooh. it in there. Hold on. Uh, we, we will deal with that during I, the next I uh, set. I got very excited someday. <laughs> Uh, before Barbara Lewis, you heard Curtis Knight, Ain't Gonna Be No Next Time, on RSVP from 1965. And starting the hour, the show piece with a, a, a record I had for years and I played many, many times, but never that side. So the first time I played, I turned the record around around and, and played the other side. Make Up Your Mind, and that's the flip of Do The 45, which, which was probably the biggest hit. And that came out on Impact, sorry, not an Impact, that came out on Wonderful in 1965. Out of, uh, out of the south side of Chicago there, that wonderful label. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah sometimes you just, you, it's a record you've had for, for ages, you have the side you like, and uh, you flip it over and you find out, oh, it's not just, you know, some, some slow, you know, a ballad or something that, uh, that doesn't really, that yeah. isn't what we're looking for. It's actually what we're looking for on the other <laughs> side, too. I didn't even know that was back there. Uh, That's always nice. The sharp piece were from St. Louis, if anybody... Oh, knows. were they really? Okay. Yeah, I mean, if anybody cares. They I were know. on a... They, were, they went up to Chicago to... Well, uh, it's not that far. ...to record. No, not yeah. that far at all. Not that far at all. All right, uh, let's, get, let's get back into the music. This is a... Uh, the last one I'm going to play of my record record digging I uh, I did uh, just yesterday, one by Rex Garvin. And this the man has too much crave. money. Well, I, I also sell. See, the nice thing is when I'm when I'm out digging, when I'm out uh, searching the the flea markets and uh, the bargain bins at record stores and the estate computers. sales. Well, sometimes the computer, but but I, it, you know it's harder to get a great deal on one of those online uh, things because people kind of know what they're worth and if it's an auction other people will notice it but when you're when you're hitting uh up you know flea markets yard sales sometimes you get lucky and my second my, my favorite thing obviously is finding a really great really rare record that i love that goes right into my collection for not much money my second favorite thing is finding a real is finding a valuable really in demand record that is not for me that is rockabilly or that is doo-wop or that is some other style of music that i know well i can just sell this and get money and buy more records with that money so that's that's my second favorite thing is finding a valuable record that i don't want because <laughs> i know how to sell it uh anyway yeah, so that's that's where some of my record buying money comes from. It's uh, spotting things that other people might want that I can sell them. Anyway, Rex Garvin and the Mighty Cravers is what you're about to hear from uh, 1961 on the Epic label. And this one actually was re-released two years later on the OK label. Uh, I think Epic owned OK, or they were both owned by the same company or something at that point. I don't know how it came to be reissued just two years later on a different label but uh this is the 1961 epic pressing of emulsified by rex garvin and the mighty cravers
Hey, hey, hey. 
much better known later in his life as a country and western artist. But uh, early in his career he did R&B and soul. This was Charlie Rich with Love Is After Me. Came out in 1966 on High. I, I love that record. I've, I've got so many of his uh, his singles from the 60s uh, when he was uh, leaning a lot harder into that uh, soul R&B sound. And I, I can't pick a favorite, but that's that's probably in the, that's probably near the top of uh, his songs from that era for me. I, I I like his country stuff too. I mean, I, I don't I don't mind saying I like some uh, some country music also, but that's a great one. Archie Bell and the Drells before that, uh, from 1971 on the Atlantic label. That was called Archie's in Love. Uh, that was recorded down uh, in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, at the Muscle Shoals Sound Studio. Written by Louisville, uh, Louisville native Prince Philip Mitchell uh, when he was working, uh, working down there in Muscle Shoals. Uh, I actually ran into Prince Philip Mitchell just yesterday around town, just when I was out uh, doing the stuff you do. Uh, happened to see him and, and uh, chatted with him for a while. Had a, had a nice conversation about uh, what he's working on now and uh, a little bit of his history. We, we talked a little bit about Muscle Shoals and... and uh, when he was uh, when he was working down there, so that was really cool to run into Prince Philip Mitchell yesterday. He wrote that song, "Archie's in Love." Did you ask him if he still has those Danes? Has what? The Great Danes. Oh, the big dog. Yeah, yeah. We saw a picture of him like, at one point with some massive, massive dogs. I think. Uh, well, also, one of those uh, things that's online. Yeah. When we went to Muscle Shoals, they also talked about him coming in with his dogs. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. We were we were talking to some of the people uh, involved with Fame uh, uh, Studios down there. He he worked for a little while there as well, and uh, we we mentioned that uh, that we're from Louisville, where uh, where Prince Philip Mitchell's from, and and they're like, yeah, I know, yeah. He had he had these giant dogs. I told us some other stories. I forget all the details, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Before that, Laura Lee. Wanted a lover, no experience necessary. On <laughs> I love the title. <laughs> <laughs> On chess from 1967. Rex Garvin and the Mighty Cravers got things going with Emulsified uh, off Epic Records from 1961. I'm going to play one by Jackie Wilson now. On the Brunswick label from 1965. Here's I'll, I believe I'll love on. Sweet. 
So a couple of episodes ago, James played a Wild Weeds version of No Good To Cry and we always have discussion like who done it better and I would like the listeners to decide. This is my favorite version of that song, it's Jimmy James and the Vagabonds. Came it out is a good one. It uh, uh, came out in, in, in the States in, in, in Atco in 1965. And I do prefer it to the Wild Beats v- version, just a little bit, not just much. A little, yeah. Just a little. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing that really puts one way out ahead of the others to me. But uh, I think it's his voice. But yeah, you know, personally. the listener can go on to uh, can go online and find uh, the Wild Weeds version of No Good to Cry. Give him a listen, and then uh, get on our Instagram or Facebook and tell us. Uh, that's a good segue for saying you can find us on Instagram or Facebook by searching for Midnight Hour Sound System on there. That's the name of our DJ group that uh, presents this show, that driving beat, as well as puts on uh, Soul Night, DJ Soul Nights out there in the real world. Uh, before Jimmy James and the Vagabonds, you heard Bill Black's combo doing their uh, fantastic instrumental version of Little Queenie. came out on the high label from Memphis, Tennessee in 1964. Before that, Maurice and the Radiance, I Gotta Dance to Keep My Baby, on chess from 1964. Jackie Wilson got that started. I Believe I'll Love On, on Brunswick from 1965. We've got a little bit left, uh, oh, 20 minutes or so left, of that driving beat for today. That uh, was the wrong record. What was the wrong record? But there wasn't Maurice and the Radiance. There was... Did you hit the wrong thing on the playlist? I must have, but because I'm like, this doesn't <laughs> sound right. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, yeah, I misspoke. Uh, there was The Temptations with Girl, Why Do You Want to Make Me Cry? Uh, make Me Blue. Yeah, that makes... Yeah, yeah okay. That, that was That's the song right. I, I heard, you know, not... Uh, we, uh, we have a computerized playlist here where we type in the records we play, and sometimes we put them in the wrong order <laughs> on the playlist. Anyway, we're going to get uh, a little bit funkier now. On the Toddlin' Town label from 1968, you're about to hear Alvin Cash and the Scott Brothers Orchestra with Keep On Dancing, Part 1.
good with Baby I Miss You on Gordy, of course a sub-label of Motown released in 1964 The Emperors before that on the Mala label from 1966 Karate Before that, this time for real, Maurice and the Radiance I Gotta Dance <laughs> to Keep My Baby on Chess from 1964 Alvin Cash and the Scott Brothers Orchestra got us going Keep on Dancing on Toddlin' Town from 1968. Coming up next on the Capitol label from 1967. One by Lou Rawls, When Love Goes Wrong.
picked up my shovel and I walked down to the mine. I loaded 16 tons, a number nine coat, and the strawberry said, Well, bless my soul, you know, 16 tons. Martin with his version of 16 tons, that classic song so many people were doing. And and he does a good version. It's a great version. 1967, RCA Victor. Thanks for listening to that driving beat today. I hope you'll join us again in the future. You can find us on social media by searching on either Facebook or Instagram for Midnight Hour Sound System. We tell you what's going on on the show, out there in the real world. Sometimes just post photos of cool new records we dug up. We've got time for one more in the show, so uh, we're going to leave it with beat with Benny King from 1963 on the Atco label doing Gloria Gloria. Until next time, have a good one.
Baby, 